Hey, what's up, friend? It is Sam Altieri. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am a coach and an author and a speaker, and I am so stoked you're here to help you heal your relationship with food and your body. If you've ever struggled with your weight, with body image, with food, you are in the right place. It is something that I struggled with for years and years and years, and after helping hundreds of women overcome their food and body image struggles, you are next. I am so stoked to bring you all the strategies, all the tools all the mindset work to help you feel confident in your body again so you can take your life back be unstoppable be confident be a freaking badass because that's what you truly are and this podcast is exactly for you i'm so stoked to bring it to you and i'm so grateful you are here now let's dive into the episode and i'm so excited to see you transform hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's get started. Um, so if you've struggled with your weight or your relationship to food, you're in the right place. Like I said, um, um, I am a food freedom coach, a podcast host. I have a cookbook. Um, and I have been a coach since 2016. I have been helping women all over the world repair their relationship with food in their body, lose excess weight, get strong as fuck. Um, I'm going to swear in this presentation. So if you're with kids, just maybe don't be with kids. Um, and be the confident bas- badass that you know that you are deep down. And I think the the big thing for me was like, at one point in my life, my external world, like my physical body did not match the person that I like knew I was. Like I was like, I'm this like strong badass inside. And at one point, my body did not reflect that and it felt really misaligned. And so that's what I want to help you get to is where your physical health and your physical body and your energy matches the internal version of you. Like, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to explain anymore. That's what we want to do. That's going to give you that feeling of like, ah, when your head hits the pillow at night. That's the icky feeling that you're currently experiencing when your head hits the pillow at night because you are not aligned. So I'm going to help you feel your best by getting your external and your internal world in agreement. All right. So, um, my, my story is great and all, but I started from a, not a good place. Um, and we all have a story and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm going to use my story to relate to you. Um, growing up, like I was super short, I'm still short, but I was super short and all of my friends are tall. All my friends were like sticks and I was the like athletic build. I had like a square frame. I was a dancer and I played soccer and like, I didn't look like my friends. And so I didn't feel like I fit in. Um, and I never felt good enough. Like my dad, I love my dad, but, um, he was a perfectionist. He was hypercritical. He had something to say about everything that I did. And so I felt like I had to prove myself to get his, his praise or his love. Um, and so on the outside, I pretended everything was fine, but on the inside, I wasn't happy. Like I wasn't truly happy. I was like, I had moments of happiness, but I wasn't fulfilled. If you guys can relate to what I've been saying so far, let me know in the chat, just hit me with a yes or a hell yeah, or 
this is me, um, just to like to know that I'm talking to my people. Um, because it's, whether you're in this place or you've been in this place at some point in the past, um, what we're going to talk about today is going to help you unlock that because that's, that's an icky feeling, right? Like that's, that's not a feeling that you want to continue living on with. So, okay. Dieting culture, right? Um, dieting culture, society conditioning, basically dieting culture, culture told me skinny equaled happy, right? You see it in magazines, you see it in growing up, like all of these things you buy into this belief because it's just all around you. It's, it's not even like you're aware of it. It's just, you're absorbing it. It's in social media. You're scrolling on Instagram. You're seeing all these girls. You're like, why don't I have a six pack? Why don't I have a thigh gap? Why don't I look like them? Right. They have a great life. Um, you, your aunt makes a comment about your body or your mom has disordered eating and passes it on to you. And so then you're not comfortable with food. There's like a lot of these things going on all around you. We're going to, we're going to dig in a little bit, but this is the root. The root is society and tradition. Sure. That's not you. Thanks. That looks like a lovely tomato. Thank you. Appreciate you. One sec. All right. Um, so in 2015, so I did, I taught a masterclass, the same masterclass, a little variation last week. And this is the second one. And this is the first time I'm sharing any of this. So just want to be totally transparent. I found these notes in my phone from back in 2015, right? Um, this was me in 2015. I was 153 pounds at five foot one. Um, and I wrote this, I think I'm depressed. I don't want to do this anymore. I've never felt like this, but if this is what depression feels like, get me out. I can't keep having mental breakdowns. It's, it was basically my note to myself. Like, I don't want to be here, but I never took action on that. I just had this inner knowing, like this cannot be, right? So then I got into a really toxic job and um, I broke, it literally broke me. Um, and this is the line that I want you to pay attention to right here, which is, um, I'm happy, but mentally I, I'm starting to feel drained. And then I wrote, I'm being a little bitch. Grow up, Sam. It's the real world, and you're a working young professional. You have to prove your worth in order to move up, right? Have any of you ever felt like you needed to prove your worth, whether it's in your body image, in your work, in your relationship, in your appearance, in the bag you have, in the apartment you live in? Like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay, there's a lot of yeses right? Same. Me too. Okay. Um, and growing up, right. These were the stories. Um, I was taught that like feelings were weak. I was always somebody that was like, I'll just deal with it. It's fine. Right. And like, I would never cry and like, wouldn't express emotion. I didn't think I was good enough. So I would obviously beat myself up. And I was my, my inner critic. Like that was my inner critic speaking. Um, I wanted to look like my friends who were tall and blonde and like super tan. And I was like short and not. Um, and I ate because food was the accessible thing for me. Like I didn't have access, fortunately, to like hard drugs, right? Or else I probably would have gone that route, but I didn't. I found food. Food was the reliable thing. It helped me cope with hard things. It helped me soothe. It helped me numb out when my dad was yelling at me. It helped me disassociate when I was in, when I was in a relationship and then that dude broke up with me and I was heartbroken. I was like, Ben and Jerry, you'll never break up with me, right? Like it was the thing that always had my back. 
And I kept myself so busy working and doing and doing and doing um, because I was validated for it, right? Like I was validated for my work. I was validated for my work ethic. And then when I started losing weight, I was validated for my body. And I had never had that happen before. How many of you have had a comment made about your body, either positive or negative, that either felt really good and so you wanted to keep going down that route, or negative and it makes you feel like trash and either you, you'll want to rebel against that comment or you'll just say, like, fuck it, this is not meant for me, right? Okay, a lot of you. Yes, too often. Yeah. So, yes. I had someone ask me if I was pregnant two days ago. Yeah, that's not okay, right? That's not fucking okay. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, And I'm going to teach you how to speak your truth and stand up for yourself and create boundaries. But like, yeah, it's like they have a virtual scale for if I've lost weight or gained it. And at the end of the day, people that make judgments about your body are judging their body, right? And they're projecting it onto you. So I just want you to remember that. Anytime that happens, know that it's it's not about you. It's about their inner world. So anyways, sorry, I just needed to rant because you don't deserve to be called pregnant. Um, I grew up in a home where food was love. Maybe you guys do. Um, Like it was super accessible. There was nothing wrong with it. It was like, I grew up in an Italian home. We just used to eat a lot. Like it was great. And there was nothing, there was never a problem. It was when it was the only way that I coped with my, the hard stuff in life. Um, And at basically after graduation, after I finished grad school, I was 35 pounds overweight. This is me. Um, and I was drinking a lot. Um, but more so I just was like being a dick to myself. Like I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't sleeping enough. I wasn't eating in the way that was fueling me. Um, and I ended up just feeling like really, really unhappy Uh, but trying to live through this facade of like, I've got it all together. Like I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm good. Right. So in 2013, um, I decided to make a change and I got a personal trainer and I started working, caring about my nutrition and I started sleeping more and I started changing my mindset around food. And basically what happened in that is I got sucked into dieting culture, which was the restriction and the binging and the emotional eating and all of the things. And since that point, I have unraveled all of those threads. And now I'm at a place where I have a healthy relationship with food and I want to empower you to have the same. So I'm going to basically be teaching you my curriculum that I use with my clients in a really condensed version today. So if you don't have a pen and paper, get one, um, take some notes. You're going to get this as a replay, but like chances are you're not going to watch it. So just take the notes now um, while you're in it. And it's going to have a lot of strategies for you to take to. Um, so here's some before and afters, right? Like this has nothing to do with where I'm at right now. Even like I look different from this person. Like I probably gained like 10 pounds since that person. Cause it wasn't sustainable. But at the end of the day, you can see that like, I wasn't happy and I'm like glowy happy. And that's what I want for you. So I'm going to teach you how to stop binge eating, emotional eating, using food as a drug. Um, so the big message is it's not about the food. It's not. Your relationship with food is a reflection of your relationship with yourself, right? If you restrict or binge or emotionally eat or any of the things, it is purely a reflection of how you feel about yourself, right? Do you not allow yourself to enjoy things 
you love, maybe, right? Maybe not, I don't know. But at the end of the day, on the deepest layer, it's not about the food, right? So it's your beliefs and conditioning that have held you back from reaching your goals and potentials, right? What you think is possible, maybe you've made so many attempts at this in the past and you've messed up, so you feel like it's never gonna happen for you, um, or you've had family members or somebody make comments to you that maybe you haven't let go of or you haven't forgiven. And so you're like, I'm never going to get out of this place, right? Or you've, you've used food for so long that you don't know what it's like without it. Um, so I'm going to help you unlearn that. So <laughs> to be blunt, society and conditioning and diet culture, right, has kind of fucked you up. Um, like your great aunt commenting on your weight. Um, magazines with thin airbrushed models, social media, parents moralizing food choices and limiting portions, right? Like a stigma, like you should only eat a quarter of what your boyfriend eats or whatever. Hang on. Pardon? BMI. Uh, weight okay. like TV, movies, doctor's office. Like there's so many ways in which... Okay it perpetuates you just not being enough as you are on your own, right? So basically you were led to believe that being smaller meant you would be more worthy, right? And that's not true, right? It's okay to want to lose excess weight. That's great. That's a great goal. But wherever you are in your body right now, I am here to tell you that you are worthy and deserving and good enough right now. Like, I don't care how much body fat you have. It doesn't matter. You are still worthy and deserving just as much as the next girl. I don't care, right? And at the end of the day, when we can own that and we can believe that, then we start to think that we're capable of doing the things and unlearning the stuff. Does that make sense to you guys? Is this resonating? Um, yes, girl louder. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so literally like right now you're all muted anyways, like say it out loud. What does it feel like to be like, I am good enough, right? Does it make you uncomfortable when you say I'm good enough? The first time I said it, I was like, not true. Not true. Nope. Right. It takes practice. And so I want you to start making this a mantra in your life. I am good enough. I am deserving. Right. That's just like, number one, because you are not for any, like, there's literally no justification. You don't have to say I'm worthy because it's, I am worthy. I am good enough because you were born. That in itself is a miracle, right? So just truly savor and soak in that. And when you really feel that it's like, oh my God, I can do anything I want, right? That's when you hear people saying like, you can do anything you want. You're like, yeah, okay, sure. No, it's like, no, you really can when you really believe in yourself. So this, I want to know, does this, does this resonate here? You're conditioning your truth, right? If I lose weight, I'll be happy. Have you ever said that? Maybe if I shrink, they'll love me more. When I lose weight, then I'll start fill in the blank, right? I'll start dancing. I'll start playing a sport, whatever. Mommy, um, please just leave me alone for five minutes. After I get a little smaller, I'll Sorry, start. Sorry. Right. What is that from? Where is that from? Where are all those beliefs from? That's not you. That's not the truth. I'm empowering you right now. You can be happy right now. You're lovable right now as you are. You can start living your life right now and you can start putting yourself out there right now. But there has been a disconnect. There's been like a, when you lose weight, then you can do those things. Right now, you're not worthy enough to do that. And I'm here to be like, 
nope, not true, right? So I'm really just going to like blast that out of the water. And it's, it's the thing that gave me binge eating disorder, body dysmorphia, and orthorexia, which was basically me obsessing over my body, food, controlling it, um, being, being psycho about it, right? Like if you've ever experienced this with your body image or with food, you are not the only one, right? Like dieting culture perpetuates this. It makes you feel less than no matter how lean you get. I'm sure some of you have been there where you've lost weight and you feel like you, you're like, Oh my God, I'm losing weight. I'm losing weight. And at the time you're like, it's not enough. It's not enough. And you try to keep losing and losing and losing. And then you end up gaining weight for some reason. And you look back on those photos and you're like, damn, I look good. Why was I complaining? Right? Like that is the, that's, that's the untruth. That's the conditioning. And what I want to empower you today with is your truth. So I'm going to break this down on a very um, macro level. So after I'm done here, I just want to make sure that this makes sense to you. So on a, on a very macro level, on a zoomed out level, you were born whole and complete, right? You're perfect when you're a baby, right? Like there's nothing wrong with you. You don't have any flaws. You're just like this cute little thing that's crying in a little blob, right? Your parents love you. It's unconditional. It's wonderful, right? Then at a certain point, your parents had some unhealed trauma, right? Whatever it was, they themselves didn't feel good enough. Something happened to them, right? It, it just wasn't healed. And so when trauma is not healed, it gets passed on to the next generation, right? That's just how it works. And often the, our parents, no matter how old you are, our parents probably weren't addressing their trauma then because mental health was such a stigma. Like it just wasn't something that was accessible or even talked about them. So because that was passed on, love becomes conditional, right? Your parents are like, oh my God, you did this bad go in the corner. And when we're little, our brains, they only work, they work in two ways, either yes, no, right? Up, down, left, right. It's very binary. So when that happens, we think that we are broken, right? We think that we are unlovable. And so we start to find ways to try to fix ourselves to be lovable and worthy, right? You actually start thinking that you have to work for it. And then you're like, oh, maybe if I'm skinny enough, they'll love me. Maybe if I'm quiet enough, they'll love me. Maybe if I'm strong enough, they'll love me. Maybe if I'm perfect enough, maybe if I'm successful enough, maybe if I make enough money, right? Maybe if I'm fit enough. And so you spend your entire life searching for the answers outside of you, right? But all along, you're already enough, right? You're spending your entire life trying to prove something that's already true. You're already enough. There's literally nothing to prove. And that's why life can be so hard because you're trying so hard, right? And you don't have to. I'm empowering you right now to know that you are enough, right? Society and consumerist culture sells you a solution to a problem you don't have. They sell you a skinny tea and a detox wrap and a keto and intermittent fasting and a low carb diet. There's no problem. The problem is that you don't trust yourself and that's because you have unhealed trauma. Literally, that's it, right? You betray yourself. You don't keep promises to yourself and you sabotage. And it's because there's a deeper layer of, I don't think I can do this, right? I don't think I'm worthy enough to do this. I don't think I can do this, right? So does this make sense? A few of you have been like, yes, truth. Okay. Oh my God, right? This is what's called your spiritual 
awakening. Okay. I just gave you your spiritual awakening. If you already haven't had one, it took me years to get to this place. Um, and whatever this means to you, it doesn't need to be about God. It doesn't need to be about anything. It's literally your own awakening to the truth, right? Letting go of the bullshit, letting go of all the things that aren't your truth. That's it. Okay. So in order to heal, number one, you need to remember that you're good enough and worthy enough right now, as you are in your current body, sitting in your chair or wherever you're watching this, right? Then you will learn to stop sabotaging, which I will teach you in a second. Two, losing weight is a fine goal, but your life does not depend on it. Whether you're 300 pounds, whether you're hundred pounds, I don't care. You're still worthy. You can gain weight or lose weight. That's a, that's a fine goal. It's just like getting out of debt or building, building up your wealth. It's a fine goal. Um, number three, shifting from a place of weight to a place of health and nourishment. Instead of, I want to lose weight, right? I just want to get rid of this lower stomach fat. It's more like, okay, I have some lower stomach fat. Cool. Body acceptance. You don't have to love your lower stomach. I don't. But what I do is I focus on giving myself health and nourishment, right? I don't like beat myself up anymore. I don't restrict. I don't like starve myself or I don't over-exercise to make up for like a binge or overeating, right? Number four, know that you are on a journey and the journey ends when you die and <laughs> to not to be morbid, but it's the truth. And there's no end date, right? Number five, you get to rewrite your story, your beliefs and decide who you want to be. Your past does not define you. It does not. Your past is your past. And if you keep looking back on that, that's when you hurt your neck and you don't make any progress, right? Looking forward, you get to decide. You get to rewrite the story at any time, right? There was a point in my life where I was sabotage central. I was a people pleaser. I was a procrastinator. I was a perfectionist. I was doing all the things I knew I shouldn't be doing, but I was doing anyways, right? Until I decided that's not me anymore. I don't want that to be me. I don't want that to be me. I got support. I got, I got accountability. I rewrote my story and now it's just a habit, right? So for you, it's a matter of choosing who you want to be, showing up, being consistent and just practice. It's literally practice for the rest of your life. And that's it. Does that make sense? Is that clear? I know that's like, whoa, mind blown emoji, but, um, it's the only way to explain it because food doesn't get talked about on this, like the deepest of layers. It does not get talked about on like the spiritual layer, but that's where the core of it is. And a lot of coaches will, myself included, when I started, I only addressed the, um, the physical layer, right? Like here's your macros, just eat this much, just eat this much. And you're like, yeah, I can't like, I know how I, I know what I should do, but I just can't do it. Right. And then it's the emotional layer of not using food to cope. And then the mental layer of not the all or nothing mentality. And it's actually the core, 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 deepest, deepest layer. Is that good enough? Um, conversation that is going to be on the thing that's going to unlock you. It's going to be the thing that helps you stop staying stuck and stop obsessing over your food and weight and helping you heal. Okay. So, all right, now I'm going to be giving you some strategies. So to recap, binge eating and emotional eating is a result of typically chronic dieting, right? Dieting for however long, um, restriction. It's not from a lack of willpower, right? So how many of you have been dieting? And if you have been dieting, how long have you been dieting or trying to lose weight? Just hit me with the amount of months, years, decades in the chat. I want to just know forever. Yes. Two years. Yep. 
life struggle forever five years okay so 10 years 10 years quarantine struggle forever <laughs> okay so like that's not okay anymore we gotta like end this um dieting happens because of that unhealed trauma that we were talking about right and the unhealed trauma is how you sabotage right so the sabotage is patterns that you develop as a kid to get the love you need right so like people pleasing for example people pleasing when you're a kid if you're a people pleaser, people love you, right? They're like, oh, she's such a sweetheart. She's so nice. She does everything for everyone. Yeah, well, what happens when you're a chronic people pleaser? Like you don't get your needs met and you get really frustrated and then you start to resent people, right? You burn out. When you burn out, what do you think you do? You eat, right? You're like, well, fuck it, <laughs> right? I, I've been there. Maybe you don't eat. Maybe you do something else, right? But Often, that is the thing that you resort to, right? It's easy, it's accessible, it's socially acceptable, right? It's food. It's like not a big deal. But when we start to use it as, as a coping mechanism, yeah, we don't take care of anyone else, of, of ourselves. We take care of everyone else. And this is all my clients literally come to me and they are patterned with this. Myself too, right? Um, so this is me as a little kid. Right. And one of your homework assignments is to go find a little photo of you. Right. Just like jot that down, find a little photo. I actually have this photo um, of me as my phone background. And I remember when I triggered or something's going wrong, like I'm frustrated or whatever, I realized that it's my inner child. Right. It's the little version of me that never got the love and attention that she needed. And so she's kind of crying out to me. Right. I teach about the inner child in my course with my clients, because often when you're experiencing frustration or anger or sadness or feeling like you're having a temper tantrum, it's just the little kid version of you that's like, like, I'm just stopping my feet on the pavement, right? And it's like, we're just little kid versions of ourselves, but as adults, right? Like we're still the little kid. We haven't, we all have an inner child. And so when that inner child didn't get their needs met in childhood, right? Which is why you probably don't feel good enough. Then we seek out all the attention outside of us. And so your responsibility from now, September 23rd, moving forward is to meet your own needs, right? To talk to your inner child and be like, Hey, you're good. I got you. What do you need? Right? Almost like, like I have a dog, right? You've probably seen her on my, him on my stories. It's like when he comes to me, and he's like, he's like panting and stuff. And I don't know what he wants. I'm like, what do you need, bud? What do you need? You got to pee? You got to poop? You want to play? Like, what do you need? Right. That's our body. That's our inner child. Right. And she just like wants our attention. And so I want you to start thinking about what your inner child really needs. She probably just needs love, attention, validation. Um, she needs to cry. She needs to do some apologizing. She needs some forgiveness. There's a lot of things she probably needs. And that helps us lose the emotional weight, right? That helps us lose the like heaviness of the past, right? And when we can forgive all that stuff, we can start moving forward. So these are some of the patterns that you may experience. I'm curious to hear which ones you resonate with the most. Like I said, people pleasing is a big one. You'll neglect your needs. Um, you'll feel tired and frustrated and burnt out. Boundary setting, maybe when you start eating, um, you can't stop, or this is a huge one, staying up late on your phone, not getting enough sleep. So then you like wake up and you're tired and then like you have cravings and then you're like all over the place and your routine's a mess and you feel frustrated, right? Perfectionism. Um, when you mess up, you'll just say like, fuck it, make a mistake. 
anxious attachment, you'll get attached to the scale um, or maybe emotions. Um, scarcity, scarcity is huge. You'll binge eat foods that you feel like you aren't allowed to eat or dieting culture has deemed bad or an unhealthy. Um, so you'll have that kind of like last supper mentality, like got to get it all in, like might as well before I can't have it again. Right. Um, and avoid an attachment, which is like you, you avoid your feelings or if you're in a place where maybe you've never tracked your calories or you've never been aware of your intake or of your feelings or your hunger and fullness cues, you won't be aware, right? You'll avoid it. So you'll overeat, right? You'll avoid feeling, you'll avoid fullness and you'll just eat to stuff your feelings down, right? Yeah. Boundaries is a huge one. Um, and for me too, I'm still working on it. Um, perfectionism, avoiding attachment. Yeah. To be honest, most people that have struggled with their weight, um, in terms of being overweight, typically have avoidant attachment, which is it's so much easier to just deny it and not face the truth of how many calories you just ate or how much food you just ate than to sit with it. Right. That was my, that was my thing. It was like, well, if it's too complicated to track, then I'm just not going to track it and say, fuck it. Right. Yeah. That's you. So it's like, that's normal and you get to unlearn it. Right. Like that's not okay anymore, but that was a pattern you, you developed over time. So the three main lessons today, diets don't work, which you can probably assume that we've been talking about a little bit. Your body is smart AF, right? And food only fixes hunger. Right? Hunger is the only problem that food fixes. That's it, right? And like when I heard that for the first time, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I've been using food for a lot of things. And so we can, when you can start using food for hunger and health, your life and your body especially is going to change. Your energy is going to increase. Your physique is going to change. Um, and your mood and just the way that you treat yourself is going to change. So diets, right? Diets promote scarcity. They tell you you can't have things, right? They teach you that you can't trust yourself or your body. And they teach you to eat with your head, right? Like, did you eat with your head when you were a little kid? You remember like, Busting out my fitness pal when you were uh, five years old, like trying to track your calories. I hope not, right? You were just list you were just eating when you were hungry and you stopped when you were full. You didn't have to think about it. And that is the goal coming out of this masterclass, coming out of working with me, right? It's like that you don't have to think about it. Like go back to that place. So scarcity, right? A lot, I would say about 80 to 90% of the entire world is in scarcity right? Scarcity is the feeling like there's never enough, right? And if you don't feel like enough right now, then there's never going to feel like enough anywhere. Not enough money, not enough food, not enough love. And what that means is that your brain is going to seek out more and more and more food and not be satisfied, right? When you cut foods out, don't you become obsessed with the food, right? You're like, okay, fine. I'm not going to have carbs. And then your body's like, give me carbs, right? That's because your brain is like, oh my gosh, I'm in fear. I'm in fear. I don't have any of this food. If you think about ancestral, right? Like they're hardwired to seek out food so that you stay alive, right? So yes, food that is designed to make you want more. Hyper palatable foods, carbs, sugar, salt, fat, that combo. Oh man, that lights up the reward center in your brain. Dopamine. It's, it's just like heroin. It's crazy. They've done studies on the difference between that and hard drugs, it's the same, sometimes even more, right? So if you think about how 
society really has engineered these foods to make that reward center in your brain line up, then your body goes and tries to seek that out. So the goal is to not cut these foods out. The goal is to fill your nutrition, the what you put in your mouth with more whole foods, more foods that nourish you. And when you want them, having them in moderation, right? Having them in controlled way, having boundaries around them, having a plan so you don't sabotage and go off the rails. So we live in an abundant universe, right? Like the, if you just look outside of nature, like nature is the perfect example of abundance, but society will, it creates the perceived scarcity for us to buy, right? It's, it's like they put things on sale for you to buy, right? There's no, there's like, they do that for, for a reason. Um, and in the same way that the whole toilet paper thing happened with coronavirus, it's like, oh my God, everyone just got toilet paper, right? There was scarcity. So people freaked out and bought toilet paper. It's the same thing when you go out and buy a food and you're like, I got to eat this all because I'm not going to have it again. No, like you can have any food you want. That is food freedom. Doing so in moderation is good for you. All right. So this is what the, the binge restrict cycle looks like. So this is like dieting and restriction, extreme restriction. Um, this is overeating and binge eating. And this is listening to your body's needs, right? This is the middle. The middle is often not a place that most people are because it's the extremes, right? The all or nothing. And often this ties back to childhood, right? If you had a really, um, you had a caregiver that wasn't consistent right? You're, you'll just be so used to the inconsistency, like the highs and the lows, the highs and the lows. You're actually addicted to that high and low, like that big sine wave. And when, and it's the same with food, right? You like have a lot of food and then you have no food. You have a lot of food and you have no food. And the goal is to get to a happy middle ground, right? The goal is to stop dieting and to start giving yourself permission to eat the things you love in an amount that feels good. Notice that I did not say to eat everything you want in unlimited portions and say, fuck it, right? That's not what this is about. This is about finding a balance, right? Finding the middle grounds. And I've been on both sides. I've been in the like, fuck it, right? And I've also been in the like super restrictive diet. And the goal is to find that middle, okay? So some things, some mantras for you um, to shift from scarcity to abundance. I can always have more later. Hunger is not an emergency. I give myself permission to eat, dot, 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 right? I can eat this food at any time. Because you can, right? You are the only one that's telling yourself you can't eat it, right? Maybe society has told you that. Maybe conditioning has told you that. You can eat anything at any time. And so I want you to question your food rules. What rules have you set for yourself that are causing you to think about food way more than you need to, right? That are causing you really disordered eating habits. I was there for many years. I know what it's like to think about food all the time, right? While you're eating, you're thinking about your next meal. While you're thinking about your next meal, you're like, ooh, what am I going to have after that? There, it's like, no, that headspace is for you to be able to show up in your life and live presently and like do your work and like show up in your relationship, not to be consumed by food, right? And this binge restrict cycle is typically caused by the food morality, like we were talking about. I can't eat this. So then you feel like you want to eat it and then you eat it in, in excess. And then it's the cycle. It's the cycle. It's the cycle. So does this look familiar? You're good all day, right? Breakfast. I have a nice light breakfast, nice light lunch. I'll have a snack. And then dinner is like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? Like you go off. 
Probably because willpower, right? Like there, you only have so much willpower in the day. And by the time that you get to the end of the day, you're exhausted. You've had a long day. Maybe your kids are screaming, whatever. Um, and you just, you're like, well, screw up, right? You're hungry. You're irritated. Yeah. Hello pantry, my old friend. Exactly. That is literally it. So if this is you, no more, not going to be okay anymore. We need to start eating more food during the day. Right. So I want you to start listening to your body. She, think about it, you're in a partnership with your body. She's always trying to reach homeostasis. And homeostasis is like your natural uh, set point for your body. You don't get to choose that. You were born with it. Um, But at that weight, she is perfectly capable of maintaining it, right? Your body is going to tell you what it values, what it needs. And when we shift to trusting it, instead of fearing it and controlling it, when we turn inside and ask, what do we need right now? What do I want right now? Instead of asking, what does my fitness pal say I have left for calories right now? Right, that's when we have food freedom. So your body is smart, right? And your brain is a crazy place. Your brain has a lot of memories, it has a lot of trauma, it has a lot of conditioning, and if we listen to it, that's when we end up kind of going off the rails. Um, Our mind, the, the only job of your mind is to keep you safe. And if you try to make a change, even if it's a positive change in your life, your brain will try to keep you safe, right? It's going to try to keep you stuck where you are, not because it wants you to not move forward, but because that growth is uncomfortable, right? The brain does not like change, right? That's why like, it's scary to move to a new city. That's why it's scary to move to a new job. That's why it's scary to have a conversation that you've never had before. Because your brain's like, alert, alert, alert. This is an intruder. Like, this is scary because it's new. It's new. And that's all this is. So when you mess up, right, your goal is to just get back on track. It's literally, you didn't mess up. There's, you can't, you cannot ruin this. You cannot destroy it. But knowing that your mind is a crazy place will help you override all the things that your mind is going to, all the drama your mind's going to stir up. Right. So if you've ever said things like, I can't seem to lose weight or I can't stop snacking, um, I can't stop eating, uh, I'm good for a few days and then I fall off track. Right. Yeah. Yup. Can you guys relate? It's a self fulfilling prophecy. It's crazy. Your body listens to your mind. So I want you to be aware of your language. Language is one of the biggest things that I teach. And when you catch yourself with all of these um, disempowering beliefs, well, your body listens, right? And it doesn't work. So language number two is huge. It's a really small shift, but it makes so much difference. Okay. Um, you can shift to things like this. My body loses weight naturally and easily. I eat enough to maintain a healthy body weight. I eat for hunger and health, not to avoid feeling. I am staying consistent and my mistakes are my teachers, right? It might sound like cheesy, but this shit works. It really does. There's a really, really, there's actually neuroscience that talks about the power of affirmations, the power of writing something down for 30 days in a row. I guarantee you, if you write these things down, your life will change. Promise, right? 100%. Every single one of my clients, like, they're like, oh my God, I just totally thought this was BS, but it actually is working. I'm like, yeah, I know it works, right? Um, Yes, exactly. It creates new neural pathways and there's basically these synapses in your brain. And when you repeat the same phrase, that, that wire gets a little bit thicker and thicker and thicker, and that's what forms a habit. So you can use tools like mantras, affirmations, visualization, breath work, meditation, um, journaling, right? Um, those are some of the tools that I like. And this is one of my clients, Lee. She's like, 
every morning I wake up, make a coffee, and then do a brain dump, which is basically just like a dump of all the feelings, journaling. Um, and she's like, this has proven key to my journey and the success I've seen over the past few weeks. This is when we first started together. So I just want to, I want to share with you like this, it works. It really does. Right. Another thing is like, notice the food police. Do you associate good and bad, right? If you associate bad with foods, you're going to want them more, right? So all foods are good foods. Some foods are good for your physical health. Some goods are foods are good for your mental and emotional health, but they're all important as part of the overall health. Okay. Um, and then lastly, eating for hunger, right? Why else do you guys eat? Um, I'm curious to know, like for what emotion do you eat or what, like, what are events or circumstances that like set you off and you're like, Oh yeah. Boredom. Oh my God. Same. Um, stress, sadness, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure frustration, procrastinating. Yeah. Emotional eating, all the emotions. Yep. Um, I totally feel all of that and I have done all of that. Um, and so comfort, yep. Soothing. And like, the thing is, is like emotional eating is not a bad thing. I just want to, I want to empower you to know that it's not a bad thing. It's, it's just not productive when your goal is to lose excess weight because they're the goals clash right? It's like trying to save money. Um, but then like spending as much as you're saving, like it doesn't work. They cancel each other out. Um, sometimes I want a little snacky snack cause food's so good. Yeah. Food is good. Right. And it's like, that's hilarious. It's also really true. And, um, I'll talk about this in a second, but knowing the difference between wanting something and wanting a snack, right? Like there's a difference between those two. Is it for hunger? Is it for something else? So when you can have a relationship with food that is moving you ahead in your goal and, and not getting in the way of your goals, then that's when it's productive, right? So it's about shifting from that autopilot space to the conscious space. Um, and in the go, go, go culture, right, that we live in, it's like, if you're not doing or productive, you won't be worthy, right? I've had this conversation with lots of my clients, me and my therapist included, right? Like I had that fear. I was like, if I'm not producing, if I'm not working, then I'm not worthy on the deepest subconscious level. But in order to hear what your body needs and craves and wants, you must practice stillness and slowness, right? It's just not possible to, to make the long lasting deep inner transformation without having some sort of stillness and slowness practice. So our body does not speak English to us, but it does communicate in feelings and emotions, right? So like when you're super busy or life's crazy or frustrated or like your kids are being annoying, you can't hear it because like life's crazy. And that may, that may be why you eat, right? Like maybe you're just thirsty. Maybe you just need a nap. Maybe you need time away. Um, but sometimes like we can just go to the food. And then after you eat it, you're like, oh my God, how did I just eat a whole bag of chips? Or like, how did I just do this? Right. It almost feels like something takes over you. That's the autopilot, right? That's your body. The, the actual body habit that your body just goes into autopilot, right? It's the mindless eating. Exactly. Um, and so the goal is to be mindful by having a stillness practice. It could be meditation. It could be breath work, right? But that's ultimately how you unlock your power right? Your emotions, they make you a human being. 
right? They're energy in motion. They're in the body. And so we, we can't out logic them. We have to actually move them with our body. Like if we are feeling stuck, like we have to shake and like get it out. Right. When we listen to our bodies, we can tune into what our, our bodies and emotions are telling us, right? There are teachers. If you're feeling super anxious, typically your body is like, can you just slow down? Like I need a nap. Right. But you're like, no body, keep going. Right. And then eventually you may end up in a binge because your body's like, well, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm just going to seek out food at an uncontrollable rate, eating at a hundred miles an hour. And so you can slow down and have some pleasure because I've been craving some rest. Right. So start noticing and honoring your feelings, right? Meeting your own needs first. And the thing I like to, the little tagline is name it to tame it, right? You can use this feelings wheel. Um, you can Google feelings wheel. And when you start to understand the actual feeling you're experiencing, it's really, really empowering, right? Um, Zoe, I, I just write what you wrote. I feel like I a nighttime binge eat because it's comforting. And it, yeah, so in a second, I'm going to talk about the fact that it's a habit, right? Like binge eating, emotional eating, it's just a habit. It's literally it. That's what the autopilot is. You're just in the habitual practice of doing that, right? And when you can acknowledge, oh, it's just a habit, all you have to do is replace that habit with something else. So our bodies, right? They're always trying to change that homeostasis. They have the hunger and fullness cues and they're much smarter than our minds. And when we when we deny or we don't hear the hunger and fullness or we like force dominion, we're like, no, you're not going to eat. Or like, yes, you're going to eat past fullness. Like, fuck it, right? Our bodies revolt. And when we start to come in union and like honor our body, that's when we experience so much inner peace and freedom. It's incredible, right? Dining culture, eat with your mind. The truth, you have a body with built-in cues. It's pretty cool. Like we don't have to do anything. It's actually, we just have to listen, right? So your goal is to observe your emotions, feel them, and then choose a mindful response instead of being in that habitual autopilot, right? You can do things through with like breath work, meditation, deep crying. Anyone have a good cry lately? You know how good that feels? Like it's so cathartic to just be like, oh my God, the world is that thing, right? It feels so good. If you're saying no right now, I guarantee you have a lot of built up stuff in here. And when you let that go, oh, sweet Jesus, you're, you are going to feel good. It's like the weight is lifted, right? It feels so good. Um, and so I really encourage you to start thinking about getting the emotions, like moving them through, going for a walk, dancing, shaking. You guys see me on my stories. I'm always dancing, right? I'm always dancing because I got a lot of stuck energy in me. I got to get it out, right? You want to cry, but you can't. Okay, that's the first step. Awareness, right? Um, who, hold on, I need to see this chat. Okay, um, that's such a powerful statement. And I think something that you can do is start doing more of this work and watch what happens. Just allow yourself to notice when you're sad and just sit with the sadness instead of trying to repress it. Um, allowance, right? It takes practice. For a while, I couldn't cry either. And then like the floodgates opened and I was like, oh, okay. We had a blockage, right? It's like, there, it's like there's a block at the end of the pipe. So um, this is, I wanted to share a, a few wins um, from my course, Break Through the Binge. I renamed it to Taste Like Freedom, right? It's um, <laughs> my girl, Mary. She's like, I've been paying so much for therapy um, for years. And this program has helped me deal with my anxiety and emotions more than therapy has, right? I'm super happy I joined. Like scale is not the end all be all. 
um, not eating past fullness, like all this. My girlfriend, she's like, past weeks have been insanely stressful, but I'm so proud to say I haven't turned to sleep as a meaning. I'm allowing myself to feel emotion. You're not taking any whole week I'm losing weight. Right? It's really that simple, right? It's not complicated, but it is hard work, right? And I also just gave you all the tools, right? So the thing is knowing the difference between that head hunger and the body hunger, right? Emotional hunger and the physical hunger. I like to use the broccoli test. It's great because like if you want to eat, but you don't really know what you want, you're like, I want something. Often if it's not broccoli or like an apple or something like super, super like green, chances are you're not really hungry. You like want something sweet or healthy. That's when you know, and then you can sit with it. So when you are tired, you don't immediately sleep, right? Notice your hunger, respect it, and then eat and savor it. Okay. This is the um, a hunger chart that I like to use. I take this basket. Stay between. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Hey guys, whoever's, whoever's uh, not muted, could you just please mute yourself? I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, okay. So staying in the zones four through seven is ideal, right? That's where you're kind of in that middle range like that. That's where you want to be. You don't want to be in the Thanksgiving feeling and you also don't want to be ravenous because that's when you overeat. This is when you feel like crap. And then that's not good because then you're tempted to restrict when you get to this point because you're so full and you're so, you overdid it. Okay. So before you eat, ask what would nourish me right now? And what does my body need right now? Right. It's about becoming friends with your body instead of just like shoving food in, in your mouth and like getting on with the day. It can feel like meals are just like another thing to do. Meals are a form of self-care. Right. And when we like carve out time in the day to eat and really enjoy it, it's great. It's like, it's like taking a bath. Like, oh, I just had a little self-care pampering midday, okay? So this is one of my clients, Katie. Uh, we were talking about creating um, food as a ritual and practicing conscious eating, right? So like in our call on Friday with Sam and I were talking, turning, in, turning meal times, especially those when I'm eating alone into a ritual, right? This is for you if you're, if you're not in a relationship or maybe if your partner has a different work schedule or a different meal schedule, she bought flowers and her dining room table felt so inviting this morning. I was reminded that there isn't such thing as eating alone since I live with these two, right? She's got a cat and a dog, right? Whether you have a cat or a dog or not, you're eating with yourself. You deserve to create a ritual out of your food. That's it, right? Often we can be like, oh, screw it. Like, it's just me. I'm just going to have this whole thing. It's like, no, you deserve to take the time to eat and to really savor it. When we don't savor, we want more because we weren't present during the meal. And that's often where I notice the most overeating happening. And that was where it was happening for me too. I was on my phone or I wasn't really like tasting the food or savoring it. I was thinking about the next thing. And so then I would overeat um, or I would eat more after the meal was done because what I just ate wasn't as satisfying. Can you guys relate to that? Does that feel like something that you're like, I've totally done that. Oh my God, this is me. This is me. Um, yes, a hundred percent. Okay, cool. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. All right. So at the end of the day, it's a habit. 
literally overeating, emotional eating, and binge eating is a habit. There's nothing wrong with you, right? It's caused for a variety of reasons. And whatever those reasons are, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that you want to break the habit and that you can, right? And that you have the tools to do so. And then you have the support to do so. And so when we can realize like, it's not you, you're not broken, you're not messed up. It's literally a habit. It's kind of like, oh, okay. It's probably like, maybe when I'm alone, I overeat, right? For me, that was a thing. Like I couldn't trust myself when I was home alone with food. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but like, that was something that I really had to work on. Cause I was like, no, I can trust myself. I can trust myself. I'm not going to lose my shit and eat everything in the cabinet. Right. And you can too. I promise you. All right. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, um, the course that I have coming up and then I'm going to open up the end for Q and A. All right. So the course that I launched back in May, Breakthrough Binge, is now called Taste Like Freedom. It's my signature course, right? It's all about helping you heal your relationship with food, stop emotionally eating, struggling with food, binging, all the things. Um, and I wanted to introduce it to you because if you are interested in this and you like, you loved today's presentation, then this course is for you. Um, this is kind of a sample of what it is. It's an eight week online course. Um, you get loads of videos from me, all the modules, like worksheets, downloads, the mantras, exercises, trackers. It's epic. Um, and this is the curriculum, right? So creating life you want, uncovering your food and body image stories. So like, what do you believe about your body to be true? Your sabotage, rewriting your story, mindset, relearning how to eat mantras, hacks, and the lean for life principles. And then I also have um, body image freedom and stress hormones and weight loss as like two bonus modules from two of my amazing colleagues that are very well versed in areas. Um, And so for you guys, um, if you decide that this course feels like something that you want to do, I would love to invite you to join. Um, Last time I launched this, we had 61 women inside. It was amazing. Um, And if you decide you want to join, if you do join in the next 24 hours, bird pricing only if you're on this call um no one else gets this it's only for people that are signed up for this class um so you'll get a hundred dollars off the course is um originally 497 so you'll get the course for 397 um i also have payment plans so if that feels like too much and this is like a hell yes right you'll get access to a bonus coaching call that's 500 value and then you also get entered in to win a free month of coaching with me um so it's it's really a no-brainer. It's a steal. Um, and it's all of my life's work, everything that I've experienced, everything that I've taught my clients in a course for you, you'll have access to it basically until I die. Like it, it's, you, you don't ever lose access. Um, and I make course updates every single time I launch the course. So I wanted to give that to you as a thank you to being here and a thank you for showing up and like me being able to teach you all, all these things. I know I just tossed a lot at you. Um, and so if this feels like this course is like, oh my God, this, this is really exciting. You're going to get an email after with the replay. And you're also going to get all the details to get your discount, get the free call, win coaching. Um, and then all of the details will be in that email. Um, what was that? I'm so happy. Um, Sam, what is a good email for a college to reach out to you? You can, I'll, I'll send the email from the email. That's a good email to reach out to me from. Um, you're so welcome. So this is, you saw these, what people are saying. Um, 
This is just some feedback from the course. Started your course tonight and felt so much emotion. Um, the course is amazing. I wanted to thank you so much for the energy. I had to physically stop myself from binging on the videos, right? Like um, just people were having insane breakthroughs. Um, <laughs> this girl, Robin, was amazing. She was down nine and a half pounds emotional weight within the first week, right? And this course is not a weight loss course, or although you may lose weight, it is a healing your relationship with food. And if you do that, you will lose weight because all that excess weight is either overeating weight, binge eating weight, emotional eating weight. And that's what we want to drop because no longer is it okay for you to not have that inner world match the outer world. Um, so I'm really excited to see you inside. I seriously, you guys are the best audience. I'm going to, I'm going to open it up to, to questions either about the course or about the class that I just taught. I want to know everything. Um, any, any questions that you have, any live coaching that you want, I have another 30 minutes. So if you want to stay on here and get your questions asked, please, please do so. Um, I'm so happy. Yay. 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 Um, what questions do you guys have either about the course or anything I covered? Um, please feel free to type in the chat and then I will call on you and you can unmute yourself. Um, it's a chance to get free coaching right now and any support that you need in anything that you're struggling with as it relates to food or body image or late night eating, anything at all. You guys are good. This is this is different from the course in May. Um, so the course in May, it's the same course. It's revamped. This is like the 2.0 version. If you joined the course in May, you will be getting the, um, the updated version as well. Um, I have a whole entire list of recommended books in the course. Um, if you want to ping me on Instagram, I can send you some, some books as well. Um, as a beginner, what's the best way to track calories? So I have all this in my course. Um, the for how to track calories, macros, portions, plate, how to transition from if you're tracking right now, or maybe you've been in a place where you've tracked for a long time and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you're ready to take that leap. I teach you how to start intuitively eating, which is ultimately your goal, right? Like you don't want to track calories for the rest of your life. No, that's not okay. Um, and that at the end of the day is going to give you that freedom. Um, if you join the course, yes, there are, um, so there's an opportunity to add on one-on-one -on -one coaching calls for sure. The, you're going to get access to the, the, the group coaching call and then a month of working with me. If you win the free month, then yes, you'll have one-on-one you'll have -on -one coaching calls with me, but you can always add on one-on-one -on -one calls with me at any time. And this goes for any of you. I do offer like one-on-one -on -one, um, consultations or you know, like a 90-minute intensive if that's something you're interested in. You can totally let me know. Just ping me on Instagram. Um, Aina, I think that's how you say your name. I'm sorry if I just messed that up. I feel like I really want to lose 15 pounds and get closer to what I used to be, but it's not about weight. Um, and check it like once a month or something while doing the work. Yes, yeah, so that's actually, I have this, <laughs> this amazing, um, photo of one of the girls in the course, the like week two, she took her scale, smashed it on the ground. And then she was like, fuck this. And she made so much progress. She had been living in so much fear. Like she was like, I've never allowed myself, like I wasn't allowing myself to eat pizza. I just, I wasn't eating anything, but like spinach, egg whites, chicken, broccoli. Right. And she was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Like that's not the focus. And I really encourage you to put the metrics away 
especially if you have attachment, like anxious attachment, that what I was talking about, like getting super attached to the metrics, because it can totally, totally throw you off, right? You can be feeling so good in your body and like so good in life. And then you like get on the scale and you're like, oh my God, what, what am I doing wrong? It's like, girl, maybe you just need a poop, right? Like maybe you had a high salt, high carb meal, right? It's not about the weight. The weight is going to move. Your body's going to move. It is about how you feel. And so often I recommend for people that do their like emotional state changes with the scale that we put the scale to the side for the eight weeks, focus on the inner work, right? The inner work is going to transform your outer world, right? Um, there are, yes, there are live, um, coaching calls included in the program. Yes. Um, I had ingrained in me not to waste food. Oh my God, this is such a great question. Um, so the thing about, um, not wasting food, it's like the the clean plate club, right? If you guys are part of that, that is a huge sabotaging tendency, um, throwing away food. So the thing with throwing away food is it's either, it's going to waste no matter what, whether you eat it and poop it out (laughs) or throw it out. It's literally going to the same place. And when you think of it like that, you're like, oh, it's either going in the toilet into the sewer or it's going into the the trash into somewhere, right? Into some landfill. So while it's not the, it's like the moral, the like moral of being like, but like, what about people that are starving? Yes. And if that's a value system of yours, then I would encourage you to go support them, right? Because the food that you don't eat that's in your fridge is not going to serve those people, but you may be sending them a care package or supporting a charity that is serving them in that way is going to feel a lot better than your leftovers in the fridge, right? So like that helped me a lot realize like, oh, I was eating out of like, I felt bad throwing away food, right? It's kind of like when food gets moldy in the fridge, like you don't eat it, you throw it away. It's the same, it's the same concept. Um, and as much as not wanting to throw away food, it, it happens. It happens. Um, are the group calls for life or the eight weeks? It's for the eight weeks. Um, so there's, you'll get the bonus group coaching call and then I'm going to be doing, this is a surprise, but I'm going to be doing um, bonus calls because I want to, because I just love you guys. Um, and I think it's really important as you go through this, to have the support you need. Um, we also have an amazing Facebook group. Um, and it's not one of those Facebook groups that's like annoying. It's one of the Facebook groups that real women come in and share stories, share stories of shame or success or empowerment. And it's my goal for this Facebook group and what it is, what it's become after this first round is a safe space, a safe space for you to share and for you to show up. And for me to hold the space for you and your transformation, right? So I'm in there um, basically Monday through Friday answering questions. So it's very interactive. Um, You're not going to find a course like this that gives you this much love. I just, I'm obsessed with this course because it's literally everything. Um, So you're going to get loaded with support. I'm the burrito. You're the filling. And I literally like swaddle you in love and support. So you are so, so good. Um, Yes, I would recommend smashing your scale um, just smash it. Like you can always buy a new one. I actually did that. I threw it away and then I bought a new one the other day. Um, and it's like, just right now the scale is not serving you. So get that out of your life, right? Just like any, any bad energy, any people in your life. No, just like let them go, let them go. Maybe they'll come back into your life, but if it's not serving you right now, then it's not good. 
Um, how can I prompt myself to check what I am feeling before I reach for food? My response is automatic. Yes. So um, NM, I'm not sure who you are, but thank you for that question. This takes um, a level of awareness and practice. This is what I teach in the course, the cues, um, the questions to ask yourself, the like, I have some like hacks um, and things that are going to help you be more aware, right? The first thing is the awareness and then you can change. So it's really practice. It's practice. It's practice. It's practice. It's like putting sticky notes places. Um, and, and also accountability, like accountability is a huge one, especially when, if this is a habit that you've had for a long time, I know for me, when I was first starting to unlearn all this, I had a coach. I was like, I can't do this by myself. And like, that's okay. Right. Like I kind of let my ego aside and I was like, I just need some support. Um, so I would say getting support, accountability, and having like little go-to mantras for yourself. Um, Sierra, do you recommend any exercises, workout routines in the course? That's a great question. I, um, so I was a personal trainer, like way back when, um, and I could certainly do that. I have plenty of them. I have like eBooks and stuff that I would be glad to give you in the course. Um, I give, I get recommendations for, um, workout frequency, duration, intensity. Um, I don't have like, Hey, go do these squats, but I do have eBooks that I would be more than happy to share with you just because, um, so when you're in the course, ask me, remind me, and I will definitely give those to you. Um, did I miss anyone's question? Please let me know if I did. Um, okay. I don't think so. I think I got them all. Um, what else? Is there anything else that you guys have? You guys have been so great and so interactive. I'm so, so grateful that you have all been here um, and you're all over the map. So it's like midday for some of you, quarantine life, your boss don't know. <laughs> um, that's so great. Cool. Thank you. You guys have been so amazing. Um, so much interaction in this masterclass, which is the best because it's no fun like teaching with like no one responding. So I really appreciate you being so interactive. Um, no, you're amazing. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see you guys inside of the course. If you have any questions at all, um, DM me. I would be happy to help support you make the decision that empowers you. If you're like, this is for me, but I'm scared. Uh, please DM me. I would be more than happy to respond. Um, I have helped so many women overcome that fear we have, we have decisions, we make decisions out of one of two places, fear or intuition. We, we have both, right? It's like those, the devil and the angel. And when you start to understand um, that your fear is the thing holding you back and your intuition is the thing guiding you forward, you can make choices out of that scary but exciting place, right? So I want to empower you to figure, to find the thing that feels really like expansive. You're like, this is the next thing. This is the next thing, right? That's not a coincidence. That means that you are in this masterclass for a reason. Um, the course starts on September 30th. So if you sign up um, within the next 24 hours, you'll get the discount, you'll get the group coaching call, you get the access to win a free month of coaching with me. Um, and the course opens and begins on September 30th. So it's like a week from now. Um, and the course is dripped out um, week by week. And then you'll have access, like I said, for life. So you can go back to it any time. Some of the women took like six months to do it. Um, they're still going through it. Like if you're a mom with three kids, you can do it. Like it's super accessible and um, it's a go at your own pace. So we drip it out over the course of the eight weeks so that you don't feel overwhelmed with all of the information and it gives you an order and a structure 
Um, and then you have access to go back to it at any time. I've had people be like, I rewatched week two, video two, three times, and I can't get enough, right? So it like really depends on where you are in your journey um, and like what you need most. So I hope that's, that's helpful. So it's this September 30th will be course access. Um, and if you guys want, I can give you a little preview of the course. I'll do a little screen share. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Where are we? I believe. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is basically how the course looks. There's, so there's 66 lessons. Um, I kind of like teach you how to use the course itself. And then we go through. Um, so you'll get access Basically, you'll have all of these, um, all these videos. Oh, my computer's slow and it's rainbow wheeling. But you'll have all these videos. When it loads, I'll show you. And each module will have a video and some of them will have accompanying downloads. So you'll see there's like a little download for you um, with some diagrams and some text. So you can refer back to this at any time. You'll see like, Clear. This is me Number two. going over, <laughs> going over the content. So it's very interactive. Um, and then you'll see like, Week one, week two, get out of your head, the sabotage, strategies, limiting beliefs, body image. Um, week three is overcoming those things that we were talking about, fear and perfectionism, belonging to yourself, setting up your environments, right? The notion of be, do, have. Um, so there's about five to six videos for each module. This is all about emotional eating. So like emotions and feelings, emotional eating, eating as an experience, slowing down. So there's loads of content. um, And, and really it's like the intention for the course was um, to have it be a one-stop shop. It's like with all of these resources, you won't ever need a program again. You may need more support. And often I have women that have been in the course and been like, Hey, I need more support. We just opened up a whole portal, but this is like, Literally, it's the best fucking program out there for helping you heal your relationship with yourself so that you can help heal your relationship with food and lose extra weight. Like, that's it. Um, I, I say that um, because I have poured the past seven years of my work into this. I am so excited and I want to make it really affordable for you. So like I said, you'll get the $100 off, $397. I have payment plans. You can break it up into three payments. Um, and like I said, if you have any questions at all, seriously, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm happy to work through any fear that you have. Um, or like, is this for me questions? Um, it might not be for you. So you can ask, I'm here, I'm here to support you. Um, and I'm super excited to see you inside. Um, yeah, totally. If weight loss is still your goal, yes. I give you the the structure and the framework to do that. Um, and it kind of helps you navigate how to go approach, how to go about weight loss from a health perspective. Um, and weight loss is often very easily the goal when you have that in mind, right? When you reframe it and you approach it from, I want to get healthier. I want to get stronger. I want to get more confident and I want to lose weight and that's okay. Right. I'm actually in that place right now. I'm going through a little mini fat loss phase myself. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't mean I don't love myself. Like I can still love who I am and like, and want to change my body. Um, so you can do both of those things at the same time. So the answer is yes, for sure. Um, do you guys have any other questions either with the course or with anything that we went over today? I know, I know it was a lot, um, but I really wanted to jam pack this with as much info as possible. No. Okay. 
So a lot of you are unvideoed. I'm going to totally challenge you right now to overcome your fear and do a little dance with me at the end because y'all know how much I love dancing. Um, and just put on a little, put on a little jams and do a little dance to end and then we'll wrap up. All right. So I'm going to put on some music and then we can end with a little dance party. All right. Um, yeah, we're just going to do a little dance. Does it feel good? You've been sitting. If you've been sitting, yeah, you're sitting in the car, girl. Like, just shake it out. Get out all of the excess energy. You know, you've just been sitting around. And I will see you. Oh, hell yeah, girls. <laughs> yes. I already know she was about to dance. <laughs> Is it music loud enough? I don't know. My dog is looking at me right now like, what the hell? <laughs> Doesn't it feel so good to be in your body? That's the goal of all this. Alright, you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And I can't wait to see you in the course. And like I said, DM me if you have any questions. And I'm so grateful that you are all here and for being so interactive. You've made this past hour and 16 minutes so incredible. So thank you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you all soon. And that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking time out of your day. I so appreciate you and I value you and I am so grateful for you to be here. And I wanted to remind you that if you aren't already on the waitlist for my signature course, Break Through the Binge, which I've just recently rebranded and totally changed the entire curriculum to really empower you to break through overeating and binge eating and emotional eating, it's called Tastes Like Freedom. It's going to be long launching this week. I'm so stoked. Doors are going to be open until September 30th. And if you are not already on the wait list, go ahead and head to the link in my bio to get $100 off when doors open. I am so excited to see you in there. We had 60 incredible women join the first cohort and I cannot wait to see you inside. If you have any questions, head over to my Instagram, send me a DM and let me know. I'm so pumped for you and your transformation. I'll catch you on the next episode.